Are you ever going to nail that? What do you mean? Like, are you ever going to do that not prematurely? He doesn't do anything not prematurely. Bazinga. Morning. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Be the Artist. I'm Hagen Housheld. Was that your postscript? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Adam Selby. I'm Jackson. I'm Dave. Hell yeah. Woo! Yeah, you guys don't do last names. That's no. Right. No, we don't. Um, do you know Stormzy? You know, do you all know Stormzy? No. No. God, you guys must not be in tune with the UK culture. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Stormzy is a really famous rapper over there. Um, he's the guy who, uh, at Glastonbury, wore the um, uh, bulletproof vest that Banksy made that has the Union Jack on it. Wow. wow. Okay. Uh, right, cool. Uh, what I was trying to talk about is that he's got like five names. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so do I, but I'm not, I mean, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> I think we all want to hear all five of your names. Well, I guess it's only four. But... Just slam your hands on the keyboard. And you're pretty close <laughs> to Hagen's. Yeah, or just go like this for a little while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very <it>. good. <laughs> I met this guy last night at my gig, and, and he was just one of those old, old guys who used to play music back in the 60s and 70s and just talks your fucking ear off. He's a super nice guy. Um, but he, I said my name. He was like, Hagen-Dazs. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I was like, no. Uh, I said my name is Hagen. And he was like, yeah, Hagen-Dazs, Hagen-Dazs. <laughs> so then after the set, he comes up, and he's like, Man, that was a great set. You played, you played so. You just going all over the place. So that's like not an exaggeration. He was that like. He's like, ah, oh, man. When I was your age, like you would have played circles around me. You're so good, Hagen, right? I'm like, God, damn it. No, that <laughs> that is a big pet peeve of mine, and it's mostly a dad thing. I bet that guy was a dad. Is that kind of uh, you say something and it's uh, like it's a trigger word in yeah. their head? It's like. They've been sitting there like a like a sleeper soldier or something who's just sitting there, <laughs> and you said the right thing, and they're like, ah, ah, it's this. I'm invested. But you yeah. wouldn't do that with. And he probably also thought it was funny, which is another dad thing. He didn't. So. He yeah. didn't laugh. He just he. I think well, he, funny to him though. Not he was. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I think he was saying it as like a memory trick. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. In this instance, it probably sounds like and. I do that sometimes when I'm trying to remember certain people, but I never say it out loud. God damn, it's like unless a, it's particularly funny. Well, it's also like it, it, I started hearing Hagendaz when I was in the first grade, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah, I was gonna say you probably get that joke every year. I get so. that joke all the time, and people are like, "Oh, it's so funny." I'm like, "No, it's not, ha, 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 yeah, no, not really." But okay. imagine, imagine going like, "Hi, I'm Jackson," and that same guy's like, "Oh, cool, Jackson," <laughs> or like, "Hi, I'm Adam." <laughs> all right, good to see you, Autumn. <laughs> Autumn. That's a good name. Autumn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, about once a month I get somebody who uh says uh does the I'm sorry Miss Jackson song oh. and they oh, yeah. think that that's they're like, "Oh, am I the first person to say that?" I was like, "No, not even the closest." No, if you're asking if you're the first person to say that, you never are. Yeah, it, it's also like, I mean, it's that and um what's Jackson 5? that oh yeah. oh yeah. yeah but yeah so for some reason people think that uh miss jackson song is some super obscure piece of art i always get the uh, like say i'm dave and they go dave's not here man from the cheech and chong um <laughs> and i'm like cool okay 
Adam, what do you get? Oh, my favorite Bible verse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Where's Eve? Didn't we make a Bible joke last time? Yeah, you yeah. we did. We, yeah. we, we talked about how... The meanings of our names. Yeah. I am. Hell yeah. Cambria wants some whiskey. Hell yeah. Cambria. If I had ice in my glass, Don't I'd come near me, Cam. I can't. <laughs> clink your ice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're not opening beers this time. No. Staying stay classy. Yeah, Adam, or sorry, Autumn don't. and I are the <laughs> don't. Uh, don't. the sober ones, so we're always sober. Adam's like straight edge. Yeah, I get totally. fucked up, you know, yeah. on the He's weekends. Got on the time. Yeah. Oh god, this cat is gonna throw me off. That's it's not cute, actually. Uh, you can always. just throw the cat off. All right. Uh, so uh, Black Friday has come and gone. Sure. Uh, many weekends after this has been released i hope i didn't just date this but uh uh that's y'all... exactly what you just did you, I, yeah. well i went well, out to buy <laughs> dating this episode i went out to buy a record you know what day it is right chill the fuck out <laughs> cyber monday <laughs> well now you've dated this <laughs> dog no it's it's context Dov. it's fun <laughs> so i went out to uh buy a record on uh black friday I know, bad me, shouldn't have gone, but the only places I uh, spent my money on Black Friday were local shops so on brave. purpose. So brave. Thank you. Thank you. I even, I said that to the record store uh, employee, and I like I was like, fuck, why am I saying this? But I've already started the conversation. <laughs> I was like, I feel like an a- I told him, I was like, I feel like an asshole coming out today and buying stuff. And he goes, oh no, but you're here. And I was like, we, he was like, oh, we appreciate the business. I was like, oh, well, I made sure to only go local. And I was like, ah, oh, fucking kill me now. <laughs> dude, like, you hear words like that coming out of your mouth and you're like, shut the fuck up, dude, shut the fuck up. I just took the record I bought from him and like broke and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I bought it. Uh, did y'all know? That record store day. So record store day is like a national thing. Well, I don't right. know if it's it was an actual year. like just a day that happened once yeah. a year. I don't know if it's like a international, but it's for sure an yeah. American thing. I wouldn't be shocked. North American. Uh, but uh, did y'all know that there's a Black Friday thing? Yeah, it's record store day is like any time they want to put records on sale at all the I didn't small know independent that. shops. Basically, it's so, not a specific day anymore. It's well, just it's not a specific day, but every year they do a specific right. day that is the quote unquote like the record that, store day, the actual one. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know, uh, and I talked to them about this because I went in on Black Friday and I was like, look, they had the crates out with all the special releases. I, I had no idea. Apparently, it's been going on for like four years, and it's like a yeah. it's a half steam. They don't want to compete, but they also want to have people coming to record stores. I don't yeah, know. They I thought get, that like, was special, cool. like pressings and stuff like that. Instead I know, of, like discounting things, right? That's cool. Yeah, and yeah. I know that there's a um, actual um, like there was a uh, Liam Gallagher. He just had a new album come out, and they had a um, like those. Uh, what do they call those when they actually have the pic- a picture disc? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I would never buy one of those because they are not very good quality wise, but. Yeah, so they had like that stuff like that, but uh, I didn't know. Apparently, so Record Store Day has a website, so you can always look up the stuff like that and who's participating. But I had no clue. Yeah, they um, do stuff like that a couple times a year, I think. Yeah, um, Dave, do you have anyone in your death corner? Because if not, I I have someone who I just learned died today. I oh, have, go ahead. You sound excited. Oh, I have. About I, this. I, I also, I'm I also not have excited something. about it at I all. I also have a question. How how did this become my death corner? You did, you did this a couple times. <laughs> you did it a couple times. You did it one time, and then we last. Yeah, it was one time. <laughs> it's your job now. It made That's me why, nervous. That's the only last reason time. you're here. You're yeah. like Dave's death corner. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> and then and then he texted me 
earlier last week and was like, dude, Ginger Baker died. Why didn't you talk about that? I did do that. I was like, I did talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. In October when he died. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Um, (laughs) My life just fell apart. (laughs) It's a real professional operation here. His ass literally just fell. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, the... This person, or not a person, actually. Um, uh, okay. Trust me, it's not offensive what I just said. Is it the thing I, that I'm gonna? I think it's, I think I think it the is. Same thing. They have yeah. an album. They technically have an album. Oh no. Nope. Uh, or maybe it's an EP. But uh, Lil Bub died. Yes. Yeah, that was very sad. Was very sad. Yeah. Grumpy Cat and Lil Bub all in one year. Yep. Who the hell is Lil Bub? Yeah, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. No. You do because I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't know the name. I remember one time at the house we lived together. Uh, one of our roommates made a huge deal out of it. That doesn't shock me, actually. Yeah. Lil Bo is a very, very adorable cat. Yeah, and she, uh, uh, apparently, she obviously oh, has some oh, issues. Yeah, okay. Health issues. <laughs> but she was, uh, she was a really big, like, uh, proponent to, like, people, like, I think that uh, the her cat owner. was a proponent? Her, well, like, like. <laughs> She was a, her owner was her owner said that uh, I think because of her like over seven hundred thousand dollars was donated to to cat health. I can't remember all the yeah. specifics, but that's awesome. Very sad. Only eight years old, but yeah, uh, we don't actually have to do the death corner. If you want to stop that, this I've, can be the last I've, time. I've actually got I've I've, I've got a, uh, something to add on to the to the death corner. Hagen died. Uh, I'm dead. Um, so uh, we lost something very special in Denton this week. We lost uh, Backyard on Bell, an amazing venue. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. very sad. It's very sad. It is. Somebody at work today who uh, also lives in Denton said, Hey, Jackson, you see that that uh, Bell place closed? <laughs> I was like, The Bell yeah. place. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, Yeah, I'm really bummed about that. And he goes, Yeah, me and the grandkids, we used to go there like maybe four or five times a year. And I was like, Yeah, I play there a lot. So I'm definitely bummed about it. And yeah. That so. was a great venue. Great venue, yeah. Plus, great staff. Yeah, cool people. Died pretty suddenly, right? Yeah. yeah, it was very like just that yeah. day. Just yeah. done. What is cool is apparently they uh, donated, so they paid uh, all the employees their checks, final checks. It sucks because you know so the, holidays the holidays are coming up, yeah. but uh, hopefully they'll be able to land on their feet. Uh, but then also uh, they donated because apparently it was a sudden closing. I don't know if the landlords were expecting it or not. Uh, there wasn't really a big. Uh, press release or anything like that but they apparently donated all their food to a local food pantry instead of just throwing it away or like just be like hey somebody come get this and then no one ever get it yeah like you don't need a bunch of pizza dough in your fridge that's great none of us are ever making the best of the worst yeah that's super cool i saw that there's a gofundme you can uh donate to in support of the staff members for the holidays losing their jobs don't have a job anymore yeah Yeah. when does this episode come out in three weeks a week is it in a week? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. in a week. Yeah. My bad. It'll so yeah, the holidays will still be <laughs> yeah. awry. No, we'll just wait to put this out until after the holidays. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's enough for the death corner today. I'll be more prepared next episode. I hope not. <laughs> I hope you're never prepared. Which is kind of a creepy thing to say with the topic, right? Yeah, it if is. If I go, I'll be more prepared. But, but also you should have been prepared this week. You knew about it. Oh my god! Can you like kill somebody on like the status of like David Bowie next time? We haven't had a good David Bowie death since like 2016. Since David Bowie? Yeah, we haven't had a good David <laughs> Bowie death. Like, come on, we're all getting a little you know stagnant here. I mean, we'll be sad about Lil Buff for a week, but that's it. 
Maybe Keith Richards will go. Never. That's never going to happen. I don't happen. know if that's possible. Yeah. It's just going to be him and the cockroaches, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that Robin Williams joke when he's like, it's just him and the cockroaches left in there in a bar, and he looks at one of the cockroaches and goes, I smoked your uncle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that we need to stop worrying about the world we're leaving for our children and worry about the world we're leaving for Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> really? You always said that? I've always said it. Like, no, I, I can't imagine that. a little Jackson saying that. Yeah. It's a meme, okay? Sure. Um, so uh, we'll uh, move on. I got some I got some news. Uh, here's a real upper. Jeff Tweedy's home in Chicago was hit by uh, gunfire multiple times during the night. It was uh, the evening of Thanksgiving. Holy shit. Not, uh, so uh, if you don't know who Jeff Tweedy is, he's the singer uh, of uh, Wilco. Indie rock uh, sweethearts, and uh, <laughs> apparently just that night uh, they heard a bunch of gunshots. His wife did, and they were just all in bed. Him and I think he's got one son at home, the other one's in college or something like that. But uh, yeah, apparently they're all of them have said that oh uh, they don't think it was intentionally like oh we were trying to shoot Jeff Tweedy mm. and his family. That it was just we're in Chicago, and you know unfortunately that's the state it of things. Sometimes. Yeah, it sucks. They said that they heard like you know five to ten uh, shots, called the police, and then like they found one went through the garage and was lodged in like the the um, garage um, like wall inside it. So it went through the Whoa. garage door and was in the wall. Damn. Shit. No one was hurt, by the way. I should have started with yeah. that. Um, and then uh, in the morning. Jeff Twee himself found like seven casings outside of his house. What the so fuck? Jesus, yeah, be safe, everyone. Be safe. But yeah, that's how fuck you, Cambria. She bit me. <laughs> <laughs> she mad. I moved. But yeah. So I, I don't know. I I found that interesting because I'm always reading music news, but that one was a weird one to read. I yeah. Was like, oh, this is an article. Yeah, but everyone's fine. Bunch of neighbors. Uh, also reported it, so it definitely happened. It's not fake, okay, guys. I know you guys were all thinking it. I keep seeing these. You caught ar- me. I, I saw a, a thing like two two weeks ago that was like somebody posted that Celine Dion died and wrote this big thing about her dying, and I was like, that's not true. And I like Google searched Celine Dion, and it was like the first. Uh, thing was like Celine Dion death hoax and yeah. I was like oh okay yeah, that, and then you go to Wikipedia and it's like they're not dead Jeff Goldblum dives like twice a year yeah I was gonna say that <laughs> happens from time to time with some celebrities for some reason but it's like the whole thing about people not even reading articles anymore yeah. or yeah. fact checking it spreads around on like social media websites yeah. I forgot who it was that uh, died and like maybe two years ago and someone from my hometown uh, just like shared the article saying such and such as a famous person died yeah. and i was just like do you even see the the date stamp on that that happened like oh, three right. years happened. ago yeah like i'm not saying like you can't be like oh bummed out but they were sharing it and they're like oh this is like, so sad I was yeah. like, oh. i'm just I'm, I'm always i wish that i mean well i was gonna say i wish that we could know someone's gonna die <laughs> why are you always bringing up death Dave? well it's just just because it's all i i would imagine it's really interesting to see the the numbers of record sales and streams and then when they die well i mean you can get that. afterward yeah i wish that yeah, I you can get that because you're died good. i knew exactly how well they died. i wish i knew every time someone died do you guys want to start like a celebrity death pool no i don't think that's a good idea no okay yeah, we're all saying be. no <laughs> this is not gonna happen okay jackson's gonna do it we time. are verbally saying no. why are you all no. winking at me 
So uh, here's an upper. Um, at least I find this as an upper. Uh, that may not mean that is. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Alanis Morissette just announced that she's uh, plotting a 25-year Jagged Little Pill anniversary tour. Yeah, I'm fucking here for it. That's hilarious. Like, <laughs> I love it. She's talking about also possibly releasing a new album, which it's been eight years since she's done that. Alanis Morissette's great, uh, especially Jagged Little Pill. Uh, yeah. Are you saying that she's saying she wants to tour? No, she. It's it is plotted. Like she's playing in Dallas. She's doing the whole. So thing. So they announced a yes. like anniversary tour. Yeah, I'm sorry, I said plot guys. That For a second though, I thought confusing. you meant that she wanted to do an a 25 year long anniversary tour. Oh fuck that! Of Jagged Little Pill, <laughs> and I was like, okay, Will she lived that okay, long. Lannis Moore said, yeah, she'll. Uh, well, 25 Dave years is a long time. That's my whole life. <laughs> This is my whole <laughs> life we're talking about. <laughs> Are you going to live another 25 years? I'm hoping not. Why'd you buy a Tesla? Why did you say that on air? <laughs> I'm excited that you got a Tesla. Yeah, we, we can be excited about it, but I, I wasn't going to bring it up. Thank you, Adam. Adam it's and I literally car talk... In the world. <laughs> we can edit that. Part. I think oh, that's wait, an, so is that nah, your point that he won't die? And I think that's an arguable well, point. Someone who doesn't want to die... Doesn't buy, would a, buy safe like, car? a big douchebag truck and okay. I do think Teslas are safer <laughs> and I do like Tesla, but I think that is an arguable point because Tesla is a pretty new company. If we're talking about you know comparing them to I don't know Volkswagen, who's been around since they were a Nazi mobile, so Volkswagen. you know, woo, Volkswagen, yeah. By the way, if you don't know that, God damn it, uh, no, you do. all the Nazis were around in the Beatles uh, and all that kind of stuff. Not the band. They were in the Beatle Volkswagen. <laughs> hey, but what are we talking about? I don't know. This is a car podcast. <laughs> yeah. Dave brought up the car. I brought up the car. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm not going to edit it out. Uh, no, you, you should. Just you just for very, very confused about. Or what no, no, just just bleep the, yeah, just bleep the, the yeah. kind just of car. Just gonna say Prius every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Prius. I'll, I'll overdub it and I'll go Prius. <laughs> there we go. I got it. Yes, that's all I needed. Uh, so here's one. This one's for Hagen. I just saw this. Just two very recent ones, but not when this gets released. But uh, uh, this isn't coming out in a week. Yeah, it is. There's no way. It 100% is. You said Britney Spears is that's, next. That's tomorrow. Okay. And then a week after that, you didn't post the yeah, one? Yeah, it, it is. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This Adam, one's for Hagen. Adam. This one's for Hagen. Slipknot canceled. Okay. Shut up. I love this news so much. <laughs> you got this it. Is, this is a fuck. I, I don't have all the details. I literally, so I was like scrolling Facebook last night and I saw Slipknot post like, we're so sorry that we had to cancel our show. There were fires and barricades and people weren't safe. And I was like, what the fuck? Wait, and isn't that a Slipknot where, show? Where was that? It was in Mexico. It was Not Fest, Mexico. Yeah. And, and they don't, they don't play Mexico free, frequently and Not Fest is a really big thing. So it's, it sucks for a lot of reasons, but I mean, like the, the fans ruined it for themselves. So does it, I, I, at first I read it and I was like, oh, I feel bad for the fans. And I was like, no, they fucked them. They fucked themselves on this one. So apparently the big thing that uh, prompted them to cancel the rest of the show. So every band played except for two uh, bands. And it was up next was Evanescence <laughs> and uh, Slipknot. Obviously Slipknot was last. Uh, is it okay that the cat is standing on the record? Well, uh, it, it's, it's probably ar- fine. Yeah, it's already all. It's already happening. <laughs> and well, that it's also it, it's water damage. So it's, yeah, okay, interesting. We'll have to talk thing. about that. <laughs> I was wondering why Adam don't, walked don't in with a record. Um, 
So yeah, they uh, apparently uh, what prompted them to decide to cancel it is the barricade mm-hmm. that keeps the fans that little you know gap between the stage and the fans uh, that broke and it was unfixable. Yeah, within the time frame that they had, and apparently there was some damage to equipment that. Oh, they burned Evanescence gear. Oh, wow, yeah. I didn't know they that. Set, what did they, they have set, like Molotov? They, they or set something? fire like uh, uh, to some of Evanescence gear. Yeah, it, it's fucking crazy. So the, the the I think that they broke the barricade, and that's when they canceled. And then I think when they canceled, that's when they started lighting fires. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wow, and it's funny because like. If you watch any YouTube video, uh, specifically Sean Crayon talking in interviews, he's like, we're just so fucking insane, man. We're so crazy. Uh, (laughs) There's this one video I watched uh, of him discussing of all the, uh, like, he's like, here are the 10 top 10 deadliest things on the Slipknot tour. It's so fucking stupid. He's like, anything you could get hurt man you could get hurt anything and he's literally he'll walk over to behind stage and you know how at any venue where there's curtains there's the the rope with the bags of yeah, sand yeah. he's like i don't even know what the fuck this does and it's just like <laughs> yeah because you're an actual stupid person <laughs> that's a great video if you it, ever just want to cringe it, real hard if you're if you're on tour it's so crazy it's on the you could trip in the tour van and then you could like you know have a little owie you could buy Bump your knee. Her <laughs> drummer is twenty something. Yeah, he's amazing. But yeah, yeah that that story is crazy. also the drummer is probably the safest person because he can't get up and he's, walk around. He's strapped in the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Do they he's still do the thing where they lift yeah. him up? Yeah, I, I I'm willing to bet money when he auditioned to join the band that was part of the audition. Imagine that. I'm okay, now to we're right. gonna put you upside down. <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Shit. Uh, I, I have I have a piece of news that you might have written down. It's not directly music news, but it's related to stuff we've talked about before. Go for it. The Pete Davidson thing. Did you see this? Oh, that was great. Yeah. yeah no, I sent it in a group message with Adam and said, Jack White needs to look out because uh, Pete yeah. Davidson's coming for the throne. Yeah. Did you see this? No. Okay, so, so, it, so basically... Uh, if you're going to go see Pete Davidson do live comedy, you have to sign an NDA that you're not going to like take video, take pictures, or talk about interviews. You're not allowed to you're talk, not about, about, to talk in about in the the, the show in G- public. Guess uh, what the penalty is? Guess just guess yeah. how much money? A thousand dollars. A million dollars. A million dollars. It could be up to a million, but yeah, that's it. granted. There's no way that would ever hold up in court. Yeah, there's but no way. But do you, have, mean you sign an NDA. You sign. You sign an NDA. Well, yeah, a lot but of NDAs are illegal. Actually, you also receive oh. this NDA it's like after you buy your tickets. Yeah. It, now uh-huh. everyone knows about it, but yeah. the, people someone, received someone, it after purchasing their ticket. Yeah. It's someone like, posted wait, it on what? Facebook, and they're like, "This is fucking ridiculous." Well, you know, you're right. Jack White's going to do that. So well, and so the reason why I made that joke is because Jack. White did that whole tour where you had to put your phone in a pouch and you couldn't get out yeah, of the not pouch just the whole time. Tour, Dave Chappelle his, does that during his shows, shows too. Yeah. Even yeah, so with Raconteurs, they did that. In so. the articles, they talked about Dave Chappelle and Louis C.K. both yeah. doing the same thing. I'm like, hey, is well, it Pete the same thing? It, Louis C.K., also part of that's because of the place that he plays at, mostly New York. Uh-huh. Where they do that to everybody now. Gotcha. Yeah, everyone. So, well, but the, I are see you talking why, about the comedy seller. Yeah. yeah, they make you lock your phone up there. Well, for comedians, I understand it because you're working up an hour of material, right? Yeah. So some nights you're, you're only doing twenty some minutes. Some things too. Like, well, not only that, you're doing. You'll do something at like the the Laugh Factory or something, right? 
where or the comedy seller where you'll just do like one joke and that's going to be a joke that really kills at your special yeah but then somebody will record it on their phone and put it on youtube and then it blows the joke yeah, uh, yeah I, I think, think that and then the context of like jokes that might be seen as mean yeah, spirit and all that like that if you too. lose that context it doesn't work NDA exactly. is a bit too far I think yeah. maybe he could have sent yeah. a like scare tactic of saying like hey if you are seen with your phone you will not be asked you will not be warned we will kick you out of the show yeah no questions no refunds you could have done that and that has no legal bearing yeah, yeah. I think I think that's, it's that's probably the a best headline way. grabbing thing to some degree like, maybe but I mean Pete Davidson is already grabbing enough headlines he's fine that's true he's yeah. like he doesn't need to attract any attention but also he does the so we were just talking about that phone thing he does the phone thing as well so oh, not only does he do the phone thing he does is now doing this and that's yeah. why i said jack white he's coming for your throne yeah you better freak out i i, I think i get it uh like with comedy a little bit more than I do with live music because it, like it really is a lot more in the moment thing versus like a, like a show. Yeah. It's in the moment for everybody, but like if someone films it, they're not going to actually get that moment. Yeah. But with comedy, you're actually sharing that exact same moment. Yeah. And you're potentially ruining it. Yeah, for exactly. Other people. So yeah. Jack White, here's what I propose an electromagnetic pulse that you just <laughs> shoot off right before the first song and it ruins any technology around. I know how much you're scared of technology. I know all of the internal of your clothes are lined with tinfoil. I just know it. I know Imagine. it. <laughs> I just know Put like it. a lapel mic on his jacket during the show <laughs> and isolate it so that you can just hear like... <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I propose. You can have that for free. I will not be coming to your show, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a jazz piano player that, uh, named Keith Jarrett that uh, has banned um, peppermints, or he puts peppermints on and like breath mints and stuff on all the seats, so that people can eat them, and or it's like cough drops, so that they don't cough during a show. Fuck yeah! <laughs> and there's there's footage of him uh, stopping a show and saying, "Hey, you! I see that red fucking light. Turn it off, or I'll fucking leave." He's like, "I don't have to be here right now. This is not. This is for me, not for y'all." Holy what do you mean? shit! I don't have to be here. That's your job. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And he's I'm... like, he's like, I will leave right the fuck now. It's really weird because I've been listening to a ton of interviews with the Mountain Goats, and their uh, front person is he, John Darnielle. He always talks about. It's really weird because normally you hear this thing of like, oh, music is for me. You know, it's just a bonus that people listen. But it's also a refreshing take because John Darnielle says like, I love doing music. It's my career. It's amazing. I can do it. But also the live show is really for those people. I am at their service. So like, of course, I don't like it when they record stuff and do that. I'd like it to be this intimate thing. But, you know, I am there for them. And it's really yeah. refreshing hearing someone talk about that because he's not talking about it in a negative way because you hear, like, you know, those legacy acts being like, we just want the fucking money. But he's up there saying, like, no, I'm here for you. I will do what makes you happy. Of course, I have my own feelings about yeah. what is happiness, but I'm not here. You paid to see me. I didn't pay to see you. Yeah, Can but I'm- you paid to hear them play songs. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you know. You, we we didn't you didn't pay to tell them what to do. Correct. Yeah, yeah. There uh, is that kind of social contract of uh, you know, clap, what you're sing saying. along. Yeah, it's the Jack White phone stuff is very like heavy handed, but yeah, I also am okay with it. But also, yeah, we went to that and we loved it. Yeah. It was great. I mean, it, and I've it was been to funny shows that, after that where they didn't have that and people were on their phones all the time, and I'm like, I would prefer now if there were no phones. Yeah, it's yeah. really annoying. I was at a musical this past weekend and somebody uh, 
like there there were a lot of emotional parts and it would get quiet and there would be no music it would just be monologue stuff like that and it it was like i guess everybody was had a fucking cold but it would just be like blah 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 somebody killed themselves and you just hear <laughs> and it was like a surround sound thing like 3d audio yeah and it was just like you could hear it from the balcony you could hear it two feet away from you it's just like oh my god i feel so bad for these actors that's what, what did you see uh i was gonna mention what i'm listening to but uh, okay. dear evan Hansen. that's what i thought you say okay yes. yeah. yeah it's so good i'll uh, talk about it yeah it uh, is great can i propose a yes a question yes i do so <laughs> so um <laughs> It's interesting because as somebody who plays music in a local scene, if someone has their phone out and is filming me, I'm in I want that. Yeah. It where is that like there is a shift. There is a shift. There's an uh, there's a graft and there is a a graph, not a graft, not a skin <laughs> graft. But there's a there's two lines. It's like that thing and then there's a center point where it's like I love this and then they just start to diverge. Yeah, I, it's I, it's when there's I would say it's when there's like 500 people and 300 of them have phones recording but even then if i there's 10 people and all 10 of them are recording me uh, that actually would probably it'd be really weird it'd be weird but if it's if it's a majority of people that's what it is weird but think about think about like so there's a lot of reasons as to why they could be recording maybe they maybe they like the music or maybe it's like a social thing like hey look where i am who knows but as a local band, it is something that it definitely like it it, it helps promote your band, right? I and, also think it shows the uh, that ability to like in your mind. Of course, you think, okay, I make music that can make it. That is somebody can relate to, and that is actual proof that somebody is listening to you. And yeah, we can go home and listen to records and stuff, but yeah. people don't do that as much anymore. Right. But this is physical proof in yeah. front of you that this person wants to be able to look mm-hmm. back at that moment. So that that's pretty exciting, and I don't think those words. I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. And and the other I'm gonna thing about lash it, myself later for saying that. <laughs> the other thing about it is uh, that <laughs> I, I'm. I think I get this from like having a theater background, theater, I, theater background. Um, I I'm all for, um, I'm all for like not not having phones at shows. It does annoy me while I'm watching a show. And somebody has a phone like right in front. It's just like put it down. People don't need to watch like your twelve Snapchat stories of this loud show. They're not gonna be able to hear anything. But I will say that people who get annoyed by it, like people on stage who get annoyed by it, it, it I'm not gonna say that that you know. I, I don't know if I fully agree with like you're doing this for them, but you are performing. So if you interrupt your performance, like theater actors get shit when they interrupt their performance because someone's doing something. It's not allowed. You're not supposed to do that. Right. And I don't see why the same rules shouldn't apply elsewhere. It's like if somebody, if, if, if you're going to interrupt your show because someone's on their phone, maybe get the fuck over it and play and perform your shit yeah. because that's what you're there to do. I'm not saying like, don't love what you do, but you're, you're there, you're there to perform, enjoy your performance you know, pay attention to the crowd if you want to, but enjoy your like. Get up there and perform. Work. I think that's that's a weird that's a weird thing for me. And I think it's a I th- again, it's it's probably because of theater. But yeah, and I think it depends on how they approach it too. If it's yeah. like somebody like Jack White, who I could definitely imagine just walking off stage if people don't cooperate. Yeah, that's not that's that's very much like in that camp of not okay. If it's just someone who says, "Hey, no, put your phones away, guys." Yeah, I'm that's cool. Very with that. different. Like, yeah, I, but I also there's a line and. And outside of phones, like if you're playing, if it's in a smaller club and there's an intimate audience, 
if you're playing a ballad and there's a table right in front of the stage of like six people sitting in a circle and they're talking really loudly, yeah, that's one time where I want to go like, shut the fuck up, please, yeah, shut and up. That's and they, that's why comedy is so different than music live. Yeah, because it's expected in comedy for the comedians to go, hey, table, you guys want to shut up, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What, the, like I've I've seen comedians like people on their phones in the front be like. What's on your phone? What's so important? You yeah. know, or like, the classic: somebody gets up to walk to go pee, and they're like, "All right, bye, thanks for coming." Yeah, yeah. that's dumb. Um, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you kind of sounded like Bill Burr there. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to pee, man. Um, but yeah, I just it, it's a weird line for me because I'm always I'm always down for for no phones at shows, but like I I want it to be solely because we just want to be in the performance of it all. But it's usually. It feels like a diva move half the time. I think it's too ingrained in our culture, and as much yeah. as I'd love to, you know, have it, you know, rolled back a little bit, I think it's too far. It's too yeah, far it's gone. Too I think there I are going to be these little oasis shows of, uh, you know, people like the comedians we discussed yeah. and Jack White and maybe some other musicians doing that. But I think that will always be a rarity more than uh, a commonplace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is upsetting, but. The yeah. other the other thing I can't stand more than anything is when someone walks up to you while you're playing a song on stage and they're like, Can you guys take oh, requests? Yeah. It's like I'm in the middle of a fucking <laughs> song right now. Can you play can you play this weird and they always say some obscure fucking like bro ass country song. Can you play She Loves My Boots? <laughs> And you're like, I'm playing a song, and we're a rock band. Yeah, but can you play She Loves My Boots? Dude, we're it's trying like, to play Everlong. Yeah, we're trying to play Everlong. And it's like, you go, and then and then you go, I don't I don't know that song. They go, you don't know that song? It's yeah. like, fuck you, uh, asshole. They turn to no, their friends. He doesn't know He doesn't, know, doesn't it. know She Loves My Boots. So this, I'll give you $100 and three Bud Lights, man. This I'll is, give this, you his jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And they start bartering with you. It's like, no, that's not what this is. I just don't know it. Can you speak Spanish for half an hour? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> well, three and a half minutes. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can speak Spanish for three and a half seconds. Without messing up. And <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. do, I will get severely upset. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it... <laughs> It brings it brings uh, an interesting thing that I saw this week that it's like it's similar but not quite the same. Where uh, Chon is on tour with Between the Buried and Me right now. Oh, that's and cool. Chon, somewhat someone in the crowd. Now the older as I know this because everybody was filming it. They came out for their encore, and one of their encore songs is on this tour is the one where they sing, and a guy's holding up a drum head that says, "Can I play that song? Can't wait." And Mario, one of the guitar players, is on the mic, and he's like, some guy is holding a drum head, asking if he can play Can't Wait. What do you play? And the guy's like, drums. And he's like, I don't, I'm not going to make that call. Turns to the drummer, and the drummer's like, <sighs> damn. It's the encore? It's the encore. No. And, and, yeah, and this, and, and like everyone's, it, the crowd is no shit split to like, yeah, and boo. Because <laughs> like, first of all, Chon is a very like, every, it's, it's a musician's band. You know, everyone goes yeah. to see these fucking guys play and to have this fucking guy who is just like, I want to play with them. It's like, yeah. I, I would be pissed off. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, I, no. I do see it like a Foo is, Fighters concert or. That, that, was, that shit was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's becoming an issue like green day like at every show they bring someone up and it's just like man it's just like this went from being a special thing to where you know like the who was known for destroying their set 
every night. It's yeah. like, you well, want to be like, known as bringing up teenagers to play fucking yeah. American Idiot? Yeah, yeah. Cool. now it's an expected thing. It's weird, and it's also like, the people who paid 100 bucks in the nosebleeds or whatever did not pay to see a 12-year-old play your biggest song. Yeah. yeah. I, the, the, the cool thing about the, the Foo Fighters one is that he... Like the first time he let him come up and play the song he wanted to play, he knew the live arrangement versus the recorded arrangement, which is badass. Yeah, and then they give him a solo, like on just like yeah, go ahead. That was and was that Kiss this Kiss Kid, Kiss yeah. Kid, yeah, and he nailed it. And then the second time they invited him up, they said you don't get to make the call. We're calling the song, and he nailed it. He did. Yeah, I didn't see the second time. It's really cool. Yeah, wow. um, but did that Sean guy do it? Yeah, they let him up, and he sucked. Uh, like he played. It was funny because Mario was like, "Did everybody boo him?" No, they were they were they were cheering along, mm. but it was he he sucked from like my perspective because he was like he was dragging the song. I would have. He, sti- he was playing the parts correctly, but it was just like very like I could see every member of Chan on stage just like, "Oh, this guy sucks. Oh, this guy sucks. He's not playing in time." I would. Wow. I would. I wonder if there was like a big band meeting after that. Like, hey. What the fuck, Mario? <laughs> you could have ignored him. Yeah, I, exactly. I would. I would. I would be. I would have said like, "Well, you can start the song, and if you like, we're gonna stop it." That was if it's not good enough. That was Mario's initial thing he said. He was like, "Well, we could do like a shorter version where you could play something," <laughs> and then he was like, um, "Well, you know, you can come up and play the whole song, but um, Nathan has to be cool with it." And also, like, if you suck, we're gonna like boo you, like Guitar Hero. <laughs> and I was like, and that's, then they didn't. That's funny, but like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Also, you just don't have to let anybody on the stage. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't like, the first. Because the other guitar player, Eric, was the first one to walk back up on stage after the after the encore, and pretty clearly saw it and ignored it. But then Mario was like, "What's that?" <laughs> but then clearly regretted it. Yeah. Yikes. But again, the only reason I know all this is because everyone filmed it. Right. So it's weird. You know? Just don't just don't talk to the band on stage. Also like don't yell out songs. Most bands have a fucking set list. So uh I wouldn't even say most, I'd say almost all bands, almost almost every band has unless you unless they're on a tour where they're asking because uh Wilco or Jeff Tweedy did a tour where the day of the show he would Say to the people that were coming to the show. Well, they do that now. They, if you go to their still, website, it they yeah it, you, it you will say right next to the buy tickets. It'll say like this is a request uh, song, or so if you buy a ticket, you can request songs. That's cool. Yeah, shit. and they yeah, he, really he cool makes then. the set yeah. list yeah. based on the, what the audience wants to hear. Yeah, and then some, which is really cool for him because he has to learn. He has to relearn songs. And probably, they have honestly, a lot of albums. That yeah. probably makes touring better. I think oh, they I have would say like so 11 too. or 13 albums. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And in that case, sure. So yeah. whenever I saw Wilco uh, like a month ago, uh, they there was a guy up front, or I guess multiple people kept saying like, oh, I'll play this song. And I just at some point, Jeff Tweedy walked up. He goes, "I appreciate your enthusiasm, but we're not gonna do that tonight. We're not gonna have. We're not gonna take any requests because I've been doing this a long time. And to be honest, I think what uh, 
I think I may be better at it than yeah. you. And <laughs> yes. uh, we're going to stick with the program that we have curated uh, for you tonight. I do appreciate the enthusiasm. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. I've never seen somebody like just actively take that head on because nobody requested anything after that. I was right. like, man, he wasn't a dick about it. He was just like, we appreciate it, but also like we're pretty proud of what we made. So we're just going to do this. It's, again, it's, it's like, like imagine good for you. Imagine being at one of those restaurants like, where they cook in front of you. And then they're like almost done with the meal, and then they go, and someone's like, "Put chicken on it." Play yeah. Wonderwall. Can I, can I get a burger instead? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, it's funny because I taught one of my students um, Freebird, and I was like, I looked at him in the eye, and his dad was in the room, and I was like, "Never, ever, if you're at a live show, ever say play Freebird, ever." And he has this like awkward smile, and his dad's like, "Why, why are you saying that?" I'm like, "It's not a funny joke. Everyone thinks it's funny. It's not." funny somebody did that at the thank you his dad has show. definitely done that yeah oh yeah someone, someone really yeah and the singer said it just he looked at the dude just straight because it was a tiny venue and he just looked at me and goes, we're not gonna fucking do that <laughs> yeah I've, I've done that before at a gig too someone yelled "Freebird," and i was like go fuck yourself into a microphone so yeah he pretty much did that and he like turned around to the guitars and was like just fucking start song <laughs> like it, we've been like it's been silent too long these people are talking to us God. it was very funny you know i think you know think, we've yeah, We've hit a, a yeah. good amount of time here. I don't think we... Let's save the topic we had. We'll and save keep going topic. with this one okay. because there's more. I think there's more to this too, which is yeah. just audience. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that was okay. Yeah, I was everyone. actually going to send a group text to be like, let's keep going with this because <laughs> okay. I'm getting all rattled up. Yeah. Yeah, audience etiquette is a weird thing. Oh my God. I think It's that, not just for music either. It's just bad no. all around. Well, so like in a week, uh, I'm going to see Between the Barry to Me and Sean and... Um, the last time was it was the last time I think it was the last time we went to see Biddy Bam for your birthday. Yeah, and uh, you were standing uh, with Heather next to a group of people, yeah. and they were like bumping into you all over the place because it's a fucking metal show, but also like, hey, we're in the back. This one guy, the other one guy that we're talking, this guy looked like he was on speed or some sort of upper because he was like juiced, going for it, and he was bumping into Heather, and I ended up stop like touched him. I was like, hey man, you gotta stop like move over there or do something else yeah and he was like what what's wrong with like dude and i'm like no we're in the back of the fucking venue <laughs> yeah there's well, a did, mosh pit yeah didn't you yeah, didn't if you, you want to be in that go up there did yeah. you tell him that he was like bumping into heather and yeah. he was like oh i didn't realize exactly it's like you didn't fucking realize that you weren't yeah that you were bumping yourself. into a a girl yeah so yeah. i had this discussion with my girlfriend who during so we went to this thank you scientist show and i think thank you scientist is a bigger band than the venue that they played so i think this venue is like 100 150 people maybe yeah. it's it's three links in deep ellum i don't know if it's oh, that yeah. small but. but they they sold it out obviously yeah, yeah, yeah and um so like it and they're a band that it evokes moshing sometimes uh because they have breakdowns, they have all that kind of stuff, and they're a prog rock band, so like you know, dudes are gonna. I mean, every there was between the Barry and me shirts. We all know what happened, and a Knotfest shirt. I, <laughs> I judged that guy really hard when I saw his shirt, and then I saw him pick up some uh, trash on the ground. He did not work for the venue, and put it on the bar for the bartenders to like throw away. I was like, oh wow, I was, I'm an asshole here. Yeah. That, that guy is a good guy, but uh, you nailed it. It's one fifty. Oh hell yeah! Yes, so damn. I don't know how they made any money. There was three bands and they all had like eight people in them. Yeah. Oh, depressing. <laughs> they, maybe they got bar sales. The whole time I was sitting yeah, there thinking about that. Yeah. There was a, there, there had to be a, a bar sales. No, it was sold out and there was like three bands, eight people each. Yeah. So 
wow, that's 24 band members, not including like merch people. And but okay. People, yeah. So uh, they, you know, we're in 150 people and it's not a big space. And I was like, okay, so this like this band has moshing. I'm totally cool with that. I'm okay with moshing. I like moshing. But also I was like, I just think people should probably realize the space that they're in because it was just like it was so small in there. And when people started moshing, there was no option for people to not be around it. So like people were getting wrapped up in it who did not ever want to mosh and had no choice. And I was like, this kind of seems unfair but then also on the flip side is the people who get mad at moshers next to the pit it's just like yeah you're never like you're being unrealistic they're gonna mosh you shouldn't be so close to the pit but also in this instance i feel it was like yeah i don't know it wasn't really a choice yeah so i think everyone was in the wrong there because it's just like you're not in the wrong if you don't like moshing but you also should be aware if you like metal shows don't go next to the pit just stay on the wings if you want to be up close stay on the wings or just stay back and guess what the best spot at a a metal show is not front row it's right at the back of the pit because it's open and you can see everyone the front row at a metal show is where you get pushed up like a sardine which i cannot stand that yeah that's why i don't stand up pro tip if you've never been to a metal show and you're significant other is dragging you to one there you go stay I, behind the pit uh, you can see everything that's happening the the general etiquette that i was taught um was in if you're next to the pit and don't want to be in the pit or you're like you're getting hit is to put your fist out and that's that's what i was taught i or, put like an arm bar up. yeah that, that's good too um because the fist i would worry somebody's gonna hit me too hard and then i would hurt them yeah you can also cradle people too yeah, that's like when true. When they're coming in, you can yeah. get ready and like kind of yeah. nudge them back in. That's yeah. the same thing. I worry about hurting yeah. my wrist because right. some people fly at you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so unintentionally, there was somebody who was moshing, and I had my fist out, and they got really fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that working so well? Do it again. <laughs> She's annoying. Uh, it never gets old. So they got they got like fucking really pissed at me because they ran into my fist, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You're in the mosh yeah, pit, what, dude. Uh, you ran into my fist. Well, you yeah. ran into my fist one, but I think the really the I think the main point is like, why did you go in the mosh pit and you're upset you got hit? Yeah, yeah. he just wanted to swing them bows. Yeah. I, so it does sound like we're. I do want to say some positive things about mosh pits because it sounds like we're mm. really ragging on them. There oh. are like every mosh I've ever been in. There's everyone's super nice maybe there's one pit asshole but that person's just an asshole in general everyone knows that that guy's the asshole there's typically a pit asshole though. yeah 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 but you can tell who that is collectively yeah if that pit asshole knocks you down everyone else is gonna Mm -hmm. uh, pick you back up if there's a shoe that falls off glasses people will stop for you so you know people who mosh i mean i think we're way past this but in the 90s and all that kind of stuff where people are like oh people going and just slam dancing they're insane yeah i don't think it's, it's, it's like more just dancing and stuff i don't think now. anybody thinks that way anymore yeah i was i i was at a an alexis on fire and um protest the hero show in the early 2000s and there was a mosh pit and i was in the mosh pit and some girl probably 16 or 17 years old was just running around and punching dudes in the head what the fuck? she punched me like she punched me square in the forehead Holy and shit. i think that she was like i'm a girl and i'm wearing a mosh pit no one's gonna hit me back 
That's she was straight crazy. up just clubbing people. She so she was the pit asshole. She was the pit asshole. And she punched me. I mean, straight. It almost didn't even hurt because it was like <laughs> dead in the forehead. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it hurt her knuckles. And then some girl came up behind her like five minutes later and just tackled the shit out of her. <laughs> and it was like, all right, the mosh pit has been restored. Yeah. <laughs> We're just dancing. Oh, yeah. That's that's always the best part when someone takes down the pit asshole. Yeah. yeah. This is the way. Yeah. At, um. that, at that same show... <laughs> Take down the pit, asshole. But at that same show, Protest the Heroes... doesn't get it. No, I don't get it. No, he doesn't. They split the audience. He tried to get it, and then he stopped watching. They split the audience. I know what you're talking about now, you fucking assholes. I'm going to watch it. They split the audience and made them do the... Ball of death? Yeah, where they run at each other, and one of my friends got a lung punctured. Okay, uh, I I think... Wow. Have we we talked about Wall of Death on the podcast I don't know, but before we do that... I think we have. Go ahead, actually. Well, uh, just... So, it's it's a really simple concept. Uh, The concept is... I I will say, when you explain it, though, it is it does sound kind of dumb, so everybody stick with it. Oh, it's super dumb. Okay, it's very cool. Yeah. What was it? There was a uh, Hall and Oates had a wall of death. No, really? wall and Oates. Maybe it was Hall. Of, it <laughs> Holy was, shit! It was one of those acts, or maybe it was like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, but it was Still. one of those acts where they played their biggest song, like "You Make My Dreams Come True." It's probably not Hall and Oates, but like <laughs> "You Make My Dreams Come." I didn't true. think it was real. I thought this was a meme, but somebody actually made that's like, fucking crazy. Somebody stirred a wall. No, it was the Village People. I remember. Oh my god! It was God. during YMCA. <laughs> the crowd split. It was at a festival. Adam, are you looking it up? Yeah. YMCA. Oh it's just put, look up village people wall okay. of death. And like it literally, they split the crowd and then they just run into each other. And instead of, you know, like starting a mosh pit, they all just start like dancing oh together. My, do, do, and do the most vibrant. I think so. Wow. It's there's, there's a couple different videos of this. There's oh a lot. Because, God, and it's at like a festival. It. So, you yeah. know, it's just like a big meme to everyone. There. So basically the concept is you split the crowd in half and then they all run at each other. Just like just two walls hitting each other. And they're like. So much fun. They're full. Like, just uh, mosh pits are already just this incredible release of energy. And this is just like that, like to the max. Um, <laughs> there have been a couple crazy ones. Lamb of God is infamous for having like absolutely wild pits. So their, their wall of death is, it tends to be pretty aggressive. I want to say that maybe they started it. I don't think they started it, but they popularized it. I, I would think say Burn that. the Priest started it. Uh, That's the same band. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So. They just changed names. Uh, the, I think that this is this is the pit asshole right here, uh, and also the pit like complete and utter moron. Uh, I was seeing Enter Shikari at a warp tour, and they called for a wall of death, and so we split up. And I'm standing next to my friend, and we're like pretty close to the front. And I see this guy sitting like cross legged in the middle. God, what an idiot! <laughs> So then Chris they cross call, applesauce. That yeah, sounds like something our yeah. dear friend Andy would do. It does, except except Andy God rest his soul. He wouldn't want to get hurt like this. <laughs> so so then we all run, and then after the pit, after the set, I'm talking to my friend next to me. I'm like, "Did you see that guy?" He's like, "Yeah, I kicked him in the face." Whoa! <laughs> oh my god! So is the pit was, asshole your friend? <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say, was that Josh Homme? No. <laughs> Heyo. Call back. Call back. Um, I think we're getting pretty good at this. Yeah. I think we finally <laughs> nailed it after how many years? Yeah, now yes. we're professionals. <laughs> we're good at podcasting. Um, yeah, so it was it was it was really funny. I think my friend might have been the pit asshole, but also like the guy wouldn't move and it's a wall of death. What are you well, gonna do, yeah, man? Yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> do people are just gonna be trying. really nice to you and like 
oh, I'm so sorry. The, yeah. Did anyone lose this person? Yeah. <laughs> did anyone lose this person? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my person. <laughs> All right. Just float him over to you. <laughs> you know who has, you know, has really, really big mosh pits at, the, at, the at her show? The village people. Uh, well, I guess the village people, but Billie Eilish. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, They're she's massive. insane. I think, I, I think she's like making mosh pits. God, I Mainstream, have nothing like, but cool respect again. for her. Yeah. But the thing is, is that she'll tell the audience, like, hey, I want to, she just wants to start circle pits and stuff. Yeah. And she's like, don't start it yet. And they're just already going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh, guys, okay. chill out. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Other way, clockwise. I hate to say it, but that would really get under my skin. I, if I had the microphone, I'd be like, I said, fucking stop it. <laughs> Wait. Man, have would you, you seen... tried to walk off the stage? Uh no, I wouldn't. I would never do that because I love it too much. I would never be like, "Oh, look and leave." It's like I'm not gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen her like live shows? Where, oh yeah. Like, like that. I think Bad Guy is the bi- biggest one where, uh, like, biggest example of this. But like when she starts hopping, oh, the whole God. crowd starts hopping. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. I've never seen someone command an audience so well. It Freddie is, Mercury. Well, did, duh, did it better, but like but... if he started hopping, well, actually no, he just had his own way. Yeah, but apples to oranges. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's just incredible, and like, I hope she can keep it up. And then, because she's so young, I hope that nothing burns her out on this. And even if it does, she has had a killer run, no matter what. Yeah, I think like, she's in a good place. Yeah, she really is. Um, I was gonna mention when we were talking about mosh pits. Uh, I probably said this on the podcast before, but I was in a mosh pit with a friend once, and she had like a bag, like a purse bag. It wasn't straight up a purse, but uh, like one of those canvas uh bags cloth um canvas and cloth i think are two different things but uh we know so, what you're talking about <laughs> so they I were actually <laughs> don't know if i know what he's talking we about. were in the pit it's a satchel <laughs> oh okay we were in the pit <laughs> <laughs> we ended the, the the song ended in the pit you know subsided and she's like ah oh, something's poking me and she opened up her bag and she had a switchblade in her <gasps> bag and it was just open and oh she was like, oh, God. my switchblade came out. And so she, and then she just kind of put it back. And I was just like, what the fuck? Oh my God. <laughs> like, you could have hurt someone. You could have hurt yourself or anyone. She's like, oops. And luckily, there was two pits at this show. So I was like, all right, you're going to the pit? Cool, I'm going to go to the other one. Yeah. I did not mosh with her the rest of the show because I was like, fuck that. That was insane. That's crazy. She just pulled out a switchblade and she got, it was poking my leg. Just a normal thing, yeah. Just you know, yeah, hundred percent normal. Insane. Uh, okay, so let me um, let me propose a question. I do. Uh, yes. Great. I'm so happy. So, uh, what what are what are good audience etiquette things? What should people do if they're in an audience like the to, mosh pit stuff we talked about? Uh, picking yeah. people up who fall, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, obvious. Yeah, what if true. what if what if they're just just like just a regular show with no mosh pit? So here's. I mean, a, a, Go ahead. For the phone thing, at least, I think the easy thing is just don't be on your phone the whole time. And if you are, like, you can take a picture or yeah, yeah. one cool short video, photos, and a, maybe, maybe a short video. But like, I don't know. People who are like posting the whole thing to Snapchat, I'm just like, who are you doing this for? Yeah. yeah. And also, if you're gonna get on your phone, turn your brightness down turn as your, yeah. all the way down. Yeah. And like, like we get it. We're all adults. Like we have to check things sometimes, and yeah, it happens. But like, just try your best to be discreet about it if you can. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's uh, typically, and yeah, I don't know. That's not when somebody's looking down at their phone at a general admission show. That's not typically an issue for me. I mean, I wish they weren't doing it. Yeah, it's not. It's not what ruins it. But though. Like when you're at a seated show, that's when it becomes yeah. an issue because typically they'll have it at your eye. Yeah. Eye line. Also, don't sit up front 
and and look at your phone. Yeah. If it's a seated show, don't if you if you if you can't stay away from being on your phone, sit towards the back. Yeah. Cuz it does distract like yeah. for me being on stage sometimes and I I see that I get distracted by it a lot. Someone yeah. just sitting there on the phone, I'm like, "Oh, it makes me immediately insecure because I'm like, "Oh, cool, they checked out." Yeah. And I can see that you checked out. Yeah, so that when that's that is kind of weird too cuz like you're sitting in the most expensive seats probably at like a yes. paid venue and like well, yeah. why did you not want to be here really? And I think like, part exactly. of that is they feel like, "Oh, I paid for these seats. I can do whatever fuck I want." And it's just yeah. like, it's like ah, no. It's not, not our case. fault you paid that much for those seats. The person behind you maybe paid less, but whatever. I there this is something that I do. It, it's a very small thing, but I don't think many people think about it. So I have large poofy hair for anyone who doesn't know what I look like, kind of afro-esque but not full afro but so whenever i'm at a show where i know someone's behind me trying to see i put my hair up i mean there are little things you can do like that like if there's somebody who is obviously shorter than you and you are able to put them in front of you and you be behind them you can see just as well as you did so there are little things like that you don't have to do that but be considerate yeah i've I've got a hard time with that because of how tall i am and it's like i do want to be considerate but at the same time like i'm gonna get to where i'm comfortable exactly and and so i'll try to like be considerate in the process but there's definitely times where i've been in front of short people and i've heard people talk shit and i'm like i there's only so much you can do i am this height like i don't know if you if i stand in the back it's not going to be fun for me and that's why and that's why i said you don't have to do that but if it's within your means and stuff like that it's something you can just try just try your best at it i went to a show with my girlfriend uh we went to see d'angelo at the bomb factory and we showed up an hour early staked out our spot right by the right by the front of house like by the sound a little like maybe six steps ahead of that and positioned ourselves in front of pino where pino would be playing and we stood there and we watched as the audience came in and filled up around us and then halfway through d'angelo's set there were these three girls standing directly behind me and also on tall and one of them was leaning into me with her head up towards my ears and going, I wish I could fucking see. And they arrived late. Oh, my God. So then, like, Heather was, like, squeezing my hand, being like, just let it go. But I wanted to turn around and be like, if you're short and you want to see, get here early and yep. get to the front. No, nah, but rules don't apply to people like that. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, so there's like, that. People showing up late. And like pushing their way to the front, like no, fuck you. We got yeah. here earlier than you. Have, Just treat you it like a small, treat it like a small society. Like yeah. you're yeah. in society, how do you function? I have a, yeah. I have a, a, a story that I was going to bring up about this, like sitting in the front, paying extra money and whatever being on your phone. Related to the same thing you're saying now. When we went to see Radiohead and those fucking assholes pushing, I hate talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget about it. And we, then got, you bring we got, it up. we got, we got you somewhere else though. We got you moved. It's still we moved backwards which is yeah but completely it was completely unfair yeah these guys like pushed their way to we weren't in the front we were like the to- best way to start this is we were at a festival and the way this festival work is two edges of the field and they stagger the performances these were the last performance of the night radiohead had the longest set and then on the opposite end they're typically polar opposites so you you're yeah. not splitting the crowd and on the opposite end was major laser who had an hour and a half set whereas radiohead could play as long as they wanted and played way longer than an hour and a half. Yeah. So 
that cue the yeah. people showing up in the middle of Radiohead set. Yeah, so all the people walking over from Major Lazer. So During is- one of my favorite songs, by the way, and to this day, like I was like, I'm still bummed that I was not able to enjoy that song. Yeah, they pushed their way. We weren't directly in the front, but we were like, I would say like, like, Good enough. Fr- like yeah, like front middle. Like it, it, it was pretty far up. So you had to push your way up. I mean, there's a lot of fucking people at ACL. You have you they you have to push your way up. And Radiohead is one of those bands where like people would have gotten there as soon as the gates open and waited for their spots. Yep. We didn't do that. We decided we wanted to enjoy all the no, stuff. but you staked your spot. But we were there. We yeah. got there like maybe like 45 minutes to an hour early to yeah. wait. Yeah, and so these guys are pushing their way to the front and they are like screaming next to us just like, like talking yeah just like what do you want to do after this i think i'm gonna go home and have a smoothie like no <laughs> yeah. shit that's it's the like, conversation you what's, what's, what was it in, what was it <laughs> uh, in your smoothie uh, yeah, you, bro. i did that last night and it's just like i was just like what song what song was it nude oh man no fucking shit that's the conversation they were having they pushed their way to the front to talk about what they were going to do after this and the smoothie they were going to make and i'm like hey you can go somewhere else and there were guys behind us that were being super duper loud too so there was enough of them like i think like in total there was like five people doing this and i was just like it was one of those things where i was like i don't think because by the time we turn around and discuss this with these people, and let's say they're just super receptive to it, and they're great people, and they're like, oh, our bad, we'll leave, or we'll stop talking. We would have still had to work that all out, and I was just like, you know, that's not how this is going to work. No, so I was just like, honestly, at this point, I just want to take the one minute it is going to take me to get away from them and then enjoy the rest yeah. of the set. I and have, I did I, enjoy it. I have no qualms. None whatsoever about being like. I wasn't gonna do it around Jackson though because I, I I didn't want to further enhance how bad this experience could be. I get that yeah. because this was way more important to him than it was to me. Right. So I was like, let's get him somewhere else, and then I will stay right here and give them as much fucking shit as possible. And I did, and they were really unhappy about it. Right. So, At a normal show, I, I would you ruined their uh, festival for them. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It, they're complaining on their podcast. About <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They're gonna be like dude, that fucking dude that like yeah. really. Cared about the band. Should, said we should have listened. To I the think music. they're like, what did he like them for a long time and go see them finally, and then like <laughs> didn't care that I wanted acai. All right. Well, on this <laughs> on this episode, we're going to talk about Joe Rogan's new episode. Uh, he talks about DMT play by play. Uh, um, so there's, I, I think that it is important to mention though that we did have, and I think we talked about. I, I pretty sure we talked about both these stories at some point on the on, on this podcast, but the is, Andrew Bird one, mm-hmm, yeah. I've talked about it so many times. It is important to note that we had the like the polar opposite experience at, at, at Andrew Bird, where these fucking bros were right behind us, and like I I definitely was under the impression of like fuck, what are these guys? They doing pushed their here? way in yeah. front of us at some point, and they like, like they were sitting course, down too. Yeah, and of course we're judging. Them. They're the type who are like they, they were in shorts, no yeah. shirt, and like yeah. a backpack boat, on and boat shoes. Yeah, and like yeah. they they weren't being like like assholes or anything but like we were being the silent assholes by yeah. judging them i for yeah. sure was i'm uh, yeah, pretty sure hagan was. i was i was annoyed because i mean I, I i can't remember the the order of events i don't know if andrew bird was the day after radiohead or not but i i think i was i i was just like fuck this like why are they doing this why yeah. why are they like they don't want to be here this is so annoying radiohead was night one yeah that's what i thought andrew bird yeah, was that's, day, that's day why two. you had okay, that yeah that was the same that weekend yep it. Oh yeah, God. yeah, and so, and that's what we're saying. It was at the same festival, right. and yeah. So, like, of course, I'm silently judging them, and I'm thinking, like, ah, these assholes never heard of Andrew Bird, and like, I love Andrew Bird, so I was like, just like, ugh. And him dick. with his band is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. so cool. It, it was an incredible show, but like, and 
I've said this story many times, and I will say it till the day I die because I felt so in the wrong here, and I was like, ah, oh, man, I shouldn't judge people because of what happened. Uh, because I was sitting there like, ah, oh, these guys suck. Hey, but like, they weren't really actively ruining it. They were just watching the show and push their way in front of us. Uh, and then, so Andrew Bird's doing his uh, set. He's this amazing instrumentalist, a multi-instrumentalist, and he whistles and does stuff like that and loops a lot of his vocals yeah. and whistling. He so plays he, violin. So he's looping his whistle, and he's got like this four-part whistle harmony, and he's like then soloing on top of it with whistling. And just out of nowhere, and it's amazing. It's crazy. It, like it, there's yeah. not a sour note in the whole set. Yeah. And then the guy turns around to me, backpack straps and hands and goes, is he making that sound with his mouth? And I was like, <laughs> I immediately realized, wow, this guy, even though he may not know who Andrew Bird is and this may not be his style of music, yeah. he is genuinely yeah. loving it's this. A, he was so amazed. And like, he had this smile on his face. I was like, Wow, I'm the asshole here. I think he, it's, it's I think like he, I really am. I think he told his friends to be quiet at some point. Yeah, I, like, it's he, like it's like watching a toddler like be a total <laughs> asshole for a while, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they turn to you and go, they say some shit like, "Is that what love is?" <laughs> and you're like, "I fuck, oh, I love you." Yes, yes. Dave loves toddlers. I love. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna quantify that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. Polar opposites. Yeah, it was, it, and it, it's important to note that both experiences exist, and I think that well, and exist at the same festival. Well, I mean, yeah, and this yeah. is so. Yeah, it's it's a super weird thing, but it's like if you're gonna, I, I think I think a really big thing is that I think we've all been at shows we don't necessarily know if we want to be at, right? And maybe we genuinely don't want to be there for whatever reason, or we got there and we're like, man, this is kind of fucking a bummer. This kind of sucks. I, I think no matter if you're in that situation, you either need to. If you don't know if you're going to like it or not, come in with as much, you know, like open ears as possible and try to enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, shut the fuck up. Get out of the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. leave, you know. Like, I was at a cake Ben Folds show. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Ben Folds, but I knew he was this amazing uh, pianist. God, he's so fucking good. Uh, I like him a lot now after seeing him live. I knew who Cake was. I do not like Cake. Right. And, uh, but I w- we were just kind of there, and it was a dual headlining show. So I was just kind of like, we were just saying like, let's stay. Fuck it. Like, we may never get a chance to see him again. Even if the show sucks, we'll see him. Uh, and so, you know, I only talking to my girlfriend saying, like, stuff like, oh, yeah, nah, this is going to blow, but oh, well. But, like, everyone else I could tell was getting amped up. The white boy energy in that room was just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, but I didn't outwardly, like, sit there and make fun of people because everyone was loving it. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? I had a good time, and I still don't like cake, and I still wasn't super impressed with their performance but that being said i didn't sit there and just get on my phone i watched the whole show i occasionally said a passing comment to my girlfriend and that's about it we we had a lot of passing comments during cold war kids i think that's one of the times that i could definitely say that i was like ah i like cold war kids but they bad luck and we definitely we definitely did leave we definitely yeah we 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 heard a little bit and was like this sucks bye yeah well and how many times hanging that how many times have we been the assholes in the back like standing okay, there, yeah, standing there going like, "Do you fucking hear this?" But, but, but like we're in the, the, the we're in the back, we're in the back, and we're not being obvious enough to be like, 
you suck. And, and if you're in the back, I think we're it's, like whispering it's okay. to each other. And you're talking about a local show too. Yeah, lo- yeah, local. You're, t- you're, you're, or, talk- you're yeah. talking about like going to like you know like just going to the bar. You're sitting in the back and you're like, fuck. I remember what the, the fuck we, that, that, that country, country band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that fucking country band oh where they my were. God. They couldn't read their own fucking charts, no. and the drummer didn't know any of the songs. And he didn't care. No, it was so Until bad. Until he had a good idea on the drums. But his good idea. But it wasn't shit. even a good idea. Yeah, they were so bad. Couldn't pull them off. There was uh, Heather and I went to. Uh, we went to see the Gentleman of the Road tour, uh, the Mumford and Sons thing that they curate, and it was a two-day festival in, in Guthrie, Oklahoma, and we spent all day watching all these bands, both days, Friday and Saturday. Saturday, we were like, we're going to really, we're going to get to see Mumford and Sons. We were really excited about it. We made our way to the front, and from about one o'clock in the afternoon until about eight o'clock, we had to stay in the same spot. The two of us. And it was in like a four by four square. And the couples that were around us, the people that were around us, we all made like a little community. Like we were passing around water and sunscreen and like we all got to know each other and like toughed it out because it was hot as fuck. And then we're like finally Mumford and Sons is happening and everybody gets this burst of energy and we're all having fun. And it's like this. It's like, cool. We have a group of friends that we know and we're all having fun watching Mumford and Sons. And then some fucking string bean, six foot seven ass (laughs) douchebag runs through the crowd and stands in front of this girl that I feel like is now my sister. She's to the left of me. And he's standing there and he's fist bumping. And he only knows that one song. It was during like a big single. And she was like, she looked so upset. And I was looking around all these kind people and nobody was doing anything. And I was like, I thought you were going to say that's when everybody, that whole group, turned into the guy. You guys killed him? No. Yes, we did. (laughs) So next week on the Death Corner, (laughs) uh, I I grabbed the guy and spun him around. And I was like, go further or fuck off. And then everybody, like in that little group, walked up and was like, yeah. And I was like, (laughs) yes, this is awesome. And he left. That's all it took, though. He felt bad, though. He left. Yeah. 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 He was really excited. And I get that, but I, there was sixty thousand or thirty thousand people, and he ran from the back. You could tell, yeah, because he was sweaty and super excited, and just stayed right in front of us. He didn't know that we were there all day. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, but also there were people there already, so like yeah. you're still the asshole. If you have and to it, push through, and people aren't willingly letting you through, yeah. like if you have to push, like tap there and be like, "Hey, uh, can I go? Can I get? Yeah, I'm exactly. Go through you, yeah. or well, if you grab, your I have friend's a friend hands, up there." And, and like, drag them through. No, Don't fucking do that, that. either. And especially when they end up just stopping right next to you. You're like, you got to keep going or you need to get back. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Now. And if you're receptive, if, if you're, if I were at a show and I did some stupid shit like that and somebody was like, hey, man, that's stupid. I'd be like, okay. I've had people ask me to do that at shows. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Y'all can do that. I'm going to stay back here. I'll, I'll yeah. enjoy the show. I'm yeah, not exactly. going to be yeah, what, uncomfortable what about, the whole show around all the people. Yeah. What about people who are up front and then leave to go get a drink and come back and expect you to let them back in? I think that's fine depending on the circumstance. If they're alone, it's kind of hard. Unless person, they've made friends yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, cool. One person, whatever. Like. Yeah. But there have been times where they've said that, and then they come back with three people, and they're like, oh, look, I found John, Jim, and uh, Judy. <laughs> and it's just like... They're all hold biblical on, names, too. Are John, those, Jim, and are those Judy. those all people that you work with? Is that yeah. how you got the names? John, Jim, and Judy. <laughs> no, I've had time... Well, I mean, I, I can see like at an all-day festival, if you got to go pee... I'm, just, I'm not thinking all-day festival. I'm thinking oh. like just an A show. Oh, like, then fuck that. Yeah, that's always Tough been my mentality of like, if you leave, you don't get to come back in here. Yeah, like, yeah. 
I, you I had your spot. So. I, yeah. I really think that if you're going to, which if you're going to be at a show and you're going to drink, then you should probably not try to be in the front the whole time. Yeah, and you should yeah. also be. You cool can start with what in the front, get. and then you can leave. You should and be cool with what you, I, think, I, I think. The key thing is that you should be cool with what you get at any, especially with a show with like a, with a general admission yeah. thing. Yeah, you should be cool with whatever spot you get, and that's it. That's it. Game over. That's the spot. That I mean, like it. It shouldn't be a thing where it's like, oh fuck, I really like my friends up there, or like, oh, I really wanted to be in the front. Like, why? Why? Like, just just be here. You're fine. Like, and if you really wanted to, then you would have fucking taken care yeah, of it, yeah, exactly, and make it happen in the first place. Yeah. Otherwise, fuck off. You yeah. don't get it now just because you want it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Audience so, etiquette's weird. Yeah, I don't think I. I, I keep trying to think of like what's good audience etiquette, and I think just the best just way to wrap it up is just like don't be an asshole. Yeah. Don't exactly. be an asshole. Treat it like a mini society. Yeah, it's like just like in real life, like and that goes for anything, you know. Try and open doors for people when you can, all that kind of shit. Yeah, it we. <laughs> <laughs> the mean man. That's my fault. Uh, not we're, a... talking, we're talking about don't be an asshole, and Dave's over here, like forcing lightly cat nudging to go a away. cat that wants to cuddle <laughs> with me. Uh. Was wow, it? I don't know if that makes you seem better or worse. It's, I'm just let, I'm just, I have boundaries, dude. I cats, I'm allergic to cats. Uh, Camry, you have something to say? No. Okay. I can tell she doesn't. Um, <laughs> she's upset. Hey, she uh, feels uh, rejected. <laughs> one more, one more asshole story. Uh, it was not, not a, not a music thing, but seeing a podcast live. So we're seated, and uh, these two women in front of me and my girlfriend are talking and talking and laughing but not at the jokes wait, wait talking at a like sp- at only like a spoken at show, a podcast like, a live podcast yeah they but are we're like there's not anything that you're watching that you're listening to people they like, are taught yeah they are talking yeah. and talking and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and talking and we got super super fucking mad so uh my girlfriend kara at some point uh started to make fun of them and started to like 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 mock them and laugh after them and they got so fucking pissed off they got so fucking so like then well, the yeah, next how dare you be rude about them then the next time there was like a a, a big laugh in the crowd they turned around at us and went like <laughs> and we were like what the like what what the fuck is going on and they they kept like commenting about us and all this stuff and it was just like it, it's like why are you here like what's what's the fucking purpose? Do you even know what this is? Like you paid money to go inside. They're, they're there for Snapchat. Yeah, but but they they weren't filming. They were just like Didn't showing you leave each early? other stuff. We left early because uh because Kara listens to the live episodes and that part she didn't really care about. Gotcha. Um, but also because those people fucking suck. Yeah, that didn't help. Yeah, that yeah. Really, that really didn't help. Yeah, bad audience makes it easier to leave early. Yeah. All right, y'all want to move into. Uh... Yaga would listen. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. I'm pulling this up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's been doing it on purpose this whole time. He's <laughs> uh, like an Andy Kaufman of podcasting. <laughs> okay, who wants to go first? Oh, no one liked that reference, huh? I liked it. What do you do, well? Do you want to go first? If you want me to, mine's go pretty ahead, easy. So as I saw, as I said, I saw. Thank you, scientists. I'm not going to mention them as what I'm listening to. Uh, their opening bands. You just I, did. Oh. Sh- their opening bands. Uh, <laughs> I 
you know, when I went to this, yeah, fuck that. Actually, I'm not going to go into the whole story. Um, I, I believe it's the, the tea club or it's just tea club. Uh, and then, um, Bentney, they were very good. I think, uh, you actually, all three of you would absolutely love Bentney. I've listened to Bentney. Uh, if you don't like their recording recordings, which I was not a fan of, you'll love them live. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I figured with them. Uh, and then also, uh, as I mentioned, I saw Dear Evan Hansen, and uh, I heard a lot about that uh, whenever I was in New York. I really wanted to see it, but then I had to settle for Hamilton. Um, <laughs> wow! And so that so that that's a fun sentence to say. But do you actually think that the Dear Evan Hansen, Dear Evan, Evan Hansen was better than Hamilton? You pick right now. So, I think they're either equal or maybe Hamilton's better. Okay, but I would but so say they're they're close pretty close though. To where Dear you Evan Hansen was very good. It got a, it won a lot of Tonys and it had a lot of buzz whenever I was in New York uh, around has, that time. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been around for a long ass time, and the buzz has just been up, up, up. Whenever I was in New York and had to decide between them, uh, it was, it had not won the Tonys yet. So it was really, yeah, that's weird. I mean, it's, it, uh, well, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I think it was like 2016 or somewhere around then. Well, it, it, it's, I I guess, I guess I first heard about it when it was doing off Broadway stuff. Yeah. So, so it it, it was incredible. Uh, I knew nothing about it other than it had a lot of buzz and that it was really good. Do you know about the guy who did the music? No. Do you know? Do you, no. He did La La Land. Yucky. <laughs> oh, that's great. But the music, the music was phenomenal. It was a really good musical. Uh, the music was what? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Huh? Yeah. So it was, was really catchy. <laughs> I love, uh, I love musicals, but uh, one of my biggest qualms with musicals is that uh, the music itself is just a medium. It's it's a you know way for them to tell the story, and I don't really go home and listen to the music because you know it's it needs to be all packaged together. But I saw this as both. It told the story, but then also I could pull up some songs from that and just listen to them right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, if you're where did you go see me, it? Uh, the uh, Fair Park Music Hall oh. in Fair Park. So uh, nice. the, like a season pass for those. The guy who originated Evan Hansen is Ben Platt. Yep. Um, if you guys don't know who Ben Platt is, if you saw Pitch Perfect, he was like the, the super roommate, right? Yeah, he's the roommate, like nerdy dude. Yeah. Uh, but he also is like he has like a he's very famous. Now he has a very big pop career, and I actually listened to one of his songs the other day, and it was really cool. It was it was awesome. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's what I've been listening to a, slash sing. Such a good singer. Yeah. Who's going next? Dave's listening to Dawes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have more this time. I was embarrassed last. Time. <laughs> See, I already autofilled that you were gonna Fuck you, say them again. So <laughs> I have been listening to them, and and uh, well, yeah, we went. Heather and I went to see her family for Thanksgiving, and we got in the car, and she was like, "Not Dawes." <laughs> <laughs> so I had to listen to other stuff. I was listening to okay. Jason Isbell, and uh, you've seen all those fucking billboards oh for him. Oh, God, yeah, at Choctaw. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna go see that. I've also been listening to the Eagles. And Who? I wonder why. Never heard, never heard of the Eagles. And uh, we just watched the Amazon show Modern Love. Okay. If, if you haven't seen Is it, that good? unbelievable. <laughs> it's eight episodes. It's great. After every but, time Dave has said something, he looks at everyone for approval and nobody gives him anything and no, then he I'm goes lo- back. I'm looking at you guys for conversation. <laughs> 
<laughs> I could go for a yeah or no, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen you know, that. Reciprocation. The, the, the look is like, it, it makes me feel like everyone's watched it except for me. Is the like that? That's the, when you said it, I was like, oh, does everyone, has any, you guys seen, I haven't seen it. You guys seen yeah. it? Oh, okay. Well, t- yeah. tune in next week when I say, have you guys seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, this is no, the way. I never have. Anyway, <laughs> the soundtrack from, from the show, Modern Love, is incredible. It's really good. Do they and, have uh, this Modern Love by uh, Block Party? No. It's a piece of shit soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> uh, th- I guess that's it. This is, this is, this is the way. Uh, well, that was our equivalent of the Oscar cueing the speech music. Like, yeah. Hey, hurry the fuck up. We don't care that you miss but that, your mom. But that Lady Gaga thing where she was like, oh, you can play music. I'm still going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll, go, I'll go on a little bit longer than I did last time because last time was pretty upsetting for me. It's been music. Music has been hard to really like, I don't know. Obviously I'm enjoying music, but I'm, I'm not finding anything new I'm really into. So I, I went down a route of like, let me try to find like weird music, like overly complicated music that I like. Like, uh, for example, a band called Triosscapes. I like them a whole lot. They're like overly complicated music, but they sound great. Uh, so I was like, I was going down just trying to find shit like that. And, um, I actually had one already saved that I kind of liked that now I'm more into is a band called Aberdeen. Um, there's a YouTuber named Adam Neely. He's a really, really great music YouTuber and it's a band he plays bass in. They describe it as like, uh, indie rock with the horn section and that's not it at all. Um, oh, you mean like ska music? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like ska, ska music? Ska music is punk with the horn section. Yeah, yeah, that's ska music. So this is, it, it's definitely not that. It definitely has like weird harmony and a bunch of other shit that makes it not like indie rock with the horn section. It's very cool. Uh, but it, it is, it is very like horn based music. Is it indie rock with the horn section if they went to jazz school? <sighs> Maybe. That's still, that's still hard for me to agree with. Aberdeen is where uh, Kurt Cobain was from. Interesting. They named it that because uh, the the three people who formed the band all lived on Aberdeen Street in New York when they moved there. I hate that story. Um, so then I we shot them out before, but uh, I went and listened to the, the Sky Window album a lot. They're local Denton people. Uh, it's just so fucking good. Um, it's just yeah, they're all top notch musicians. Oh my god, yeah, it's just it's it's incredible. Uh, it's, quick side story last night um uh the the gig i played was with a band from austin named mountebank and we've played with mountebank before they're very nice people and so i was like cool we're done playing it's sunday night let's go to pascal which is pascal is a bar in denton it's like a little like speakeasy library bar and they have a great jazz trio every sunday the mike luzeki trio the mike luzeki trio and holy shit, were they like, we walked up there and all of them just pulled their phones out. We're like, Oh my God, what the fuck? And we're was just it, filming. Was, was Peter playing? Peter was, uh, Peter Rio, Peter, Peter Rio was playing when we walked up and then Gein took over yeah. and then Peter was playing piano and Gein played trumpet <laughs> and it was really, really good. <laughs> what an uh, experience for people who don't know that that happens yeah, every like, week. Yeah. I was like, jazz in Denton's great. It's really cool. And they walked up and lost their fucking minds. <laughs> Do you remember that one time we were in deep Ellum with my friend who from work? and like it so we we all live in denton here everyone yeah. in this room and it was that night and we had played the so far show oh yeah yeah and then yeah we went to deep elm and we ran into like five people we knew yeah. all uh, all of which who were playing shows and this was the first night this guy had hung out with me <laughs> outside of like work and stuff and he was just like a, 
is this what it's like every night? And I told him like, hey, dude, I promise it looks like we're like famous or something, but I promise it's not it's like not. this. Yeah. No. Like we ran into Leon Carlo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eric was playing a show. Holophonics was playing at Three Links. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you uh, should have just been like, this is every night. This yeah. Is- yeah, you should have been like. <laughs> he still is- brings it up that like, oh, yeah. To, to, quote, to quote Kanye, I'm dope and I do dope shit. <laughs> Correct. It, it was funny because Mountebank posted like a thank you post on their Instagram and they hashtagged hashtag Mike Lezecki. Uh, that's hilarious. Does the Zeki <laughs> know about that? I haven't. I haven't showed him yet. No. Um, so I've been trying to hit me with a scar. <laughs> uh, that story is that Mike Luzeki almost hit Jackson oh, with his car. It's on. It's, we, it's we've on talked the about it. They oh, called okay. him out it's on record with <laughs> me in the room. Cornered on the podcast. Him. I fucking yeah. cornered. He was late to that episode. That's on the Tomcat. He was late episode. to every episode. <laughs> yeah, he was late to the Tomcat episode. They were coming from a, a Tomcat oh, rehearsal. Poor Mike. And he, and he went to go get food and just didn't tell them. Well, it took yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> he took like an hour and a half for lunch. Yeah. By the way, Man, I told well, Hagen before I said, I'm not going to stop you, but please don't tell, don't do this. I had to. And I had to bring it, it up. It was great. I had Luzeki to bring it up. is the only man that can be late, and I'm like, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he you came know in late, mean? and we were like, oh, I'm so glad you're here now. Yeah. yeah. We're glad you're here. Yeah. Relax. Got anything else, Hagen? Yeah. So uh, after our talk last week, I listened to the Black Parade, and I listened to it a bunch, and it's great. Uh, it is. So I'm sorry. Um, I just want to. Sorry, brief. I haven't. I haven't been listening to it because I've been listening to Dawes. <laughs> I do want to say it is. I still stand with what I said, but I don't know if I articulated it enough. No, you did. Um, it made it was clear. It is you the did. We best. All got it. it is the most important concept record. Yeah. Which one? The best or the most important? Sorry, I stumbled. It is the most important <laughs> of the early two thousands. Okay. There you go. The two thousands, but it is not the best. It is the most important. Yeah, I, I was. I was also genuinely very shocked at a lot of the musical choices they made. The first, the very like the opening track has some crazy. It's a really weird chord progression. So, like, are you talking about just uh, just the, the opener before it like goes into before dead. it goes in the dent mm-hmm. dent dent yeah. in yeah. the car on the way home? I'm gonna put cancer it on. is like such a beautiful song. Yeah, oh man, it's so cool. And because and and it's it's one of those things that's like. I'm so sorry to get into all the the music nerdy sh- to, to anyone who doesn't know, but um, it's it's really cool when you hear like you know weird harmonies. But it's really cool when you hear weird harmonies when there's a melody that feels intentional, like when someone's singing something and it's like that would have been the melody anyway, right? But like this this crazy chord underneath it, like it just makes it feel like it's a totally different thing. Yeah. Um. So I was I I was really into it. Uh. And then two more things. I was trying to find new music today because, like I said, I'm like super bummed out. Cause I'm not listening to anything that I'm like, that's like new. Um, so I found a, a, a band called origami button. It's just like a math rock band. Um, but it's really cool. Um, they have a EP called button season. That's really short. It's like 18 minutes and I really dug it. And then, uh, I found a band called, um, Aaron West in the roaring twenties. And, uh, it sounds like it's a country band, right? And it's like, it kind of is, but it's also like emo music and it's really cool. Um, I like emo music. Yeah, it's. Do it's, you like emu music? I was gonna fucking say that, dude. <laughs> I was gonna asshole. say I like emu music. Uh, do you know why he said that? No, Higgins an emu. He's a fucking asshole. We guys just let me know about the inside jokes. <laughs> yeah, know. we need to have like a training. <laughs> what are yeah. we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not on air. Why am I? Why am I an emu? Okay, so emus, <laughs> they breathe through their mouth. We're trying to end that. the episode. Right? I do that. They have beady eyes. Higgins doesn't have beady eyes. They're very tall. 
Okay, he's very dull. They cannot walk backwards. <laughs> you can walk backwards. Have you ever seen, seen Hagen walk? Have you seen me walk backwards? Shut the have you fuck ever up. seen him walk backwards? <laughs> Dude. Adam, what I, have you I been listening to? I feel like you have to stand to? up now and do this. But. Yeah, get the no, fuck up and walk backwards. No, he's plugged in. He can't do yeah, that. He can. Take we your headphones wait. off. Hey, hey email us if you want to see me walk backwards. I'll post it on yeah. the Instagram. Do it now. Go. I'll film it. There you go. Email us. <laughs> Oh my god! Adam, what are you listening to? Uh, I also went. And no, to I want to see Hagen walk backwards right the fuck now because I'm I'm afraid for my friend right now. How do you not? I have a friend that didn't ever learn how to dance because he grew up in a religious would family. You not, so you're afraid that he doesn't know how to walk. I'm backwards? afraid that yeah, because what happens if would he has you, to get out of the way? Would you still not love Hagen if he was an emu? I would love Hagen if he didn't have legs and couldn't walk at how all. Does, how does that? That's really specific. I think you wouldn't no, like no, Hagen I'm saying, if he didn't I'm talking about the direction of his walking. If he didn't have legs, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not judging you. So I'm, I'm going to ask concerned. you a question here, sir. Can we continue <laughs> Go with ahead, Adam. what Adam's listening to? Go ahead, to? Adam. Sorry. <laughs> or do you want to continue down this hole? You're going to walk the fuck backwards out of this house right now. Adam! You, you got to walk backwards all the way home. I drove here. I'll pick you up and drive you back to your car. <laughs> got to make the beep beep yeah, noise. We got to see how, how long it takes. Uh, I also listened to the Black Parade again uh, after you mentioned it. And uh, I don't agree it's the best album of oh. the decade. It's not he didn't say the, the best. best. No, I know. That's why I wanted you to clarify earlier. Most I do important. think it is one of the most important. Yeah. No, so. Not most important album. Most uh, important uh, right. concept album. I know. Concept I understand. Album. Okay. But, yeah. Of which there what's were more maybe important? five or six. What's more? Yeah. What's a more important concept album? I need to look at a list, but I just didn't feel like immediately that it was. Get back to us so. on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll check back in in another two weeks. Uh, hey, Jackson really wants to go to bed, guys. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> he doesn't have to drive to work. Yeah, I was going to say your car can drive you. Yeah. So. I love my Prius. <laughs> <laughs> you got to leap that out, too. Uh, I also listened no, to... Uh, Tesla there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also listened to a new band. I just found uh, DeRobert and the Half-Truths, uh, their album Soul in a Digital World. It's from uh, 2010. It's like a neo soul funk band. You said uh, Dear Robert. Dear Robert. Yeah. Oh. It's the rude sandstorm. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that was cool. Man, I derailed my DNA. Hey, sir. Group. You did, <laughs> sir. Can we? Can we listen to what Adam's listening to? Oh no, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Go yeah. on, Jackson. I derailed. Dude, my... Wait, I love that your cat is just like. Pass the fuck she, out she wants your to, lap right now. She, she wants to go up. to sleep too. Yeah. <laughs> she gave up. I have never seen a cat so asleep on a human. Uh, what? Yeah. What the fuck? You've never seen a cat before. So asleep. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, yeah. No, I derailed my uh, D&D group uh, last session by uh, saying they were just, there was this magical undergoing and they were like, yeah, so there's a, there's been this uh, like decades long uh, sandstorm over there and i was just like oh you mean like darude sandstorm and so that became canonical in our dnd uh, oh really game. did it that's yeah great. so now it's no longer an actual sandstorm it is every time you get too close to this area you just hear the faint <laughs> i can't wait for us to figure out how we have to fix that that's great that's awesome yeah 